Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. Let's talk about telehealth because, you know, this is something our profession has really been thrown into and telehealth has been sitting on the sidelines for a very long time, but it's really only been used out of necessity to reach clients who are living in rural and remote communities. But with the incoming of telehealth, we've really been thrown into this whirlwind And we've been forced to think differently about how we work and about how we're delivering our services. So one minute telehealth wasn't a thing and the next minute we are meant to be these OT tech experts. And over the past little while since I hosted the OT telehealth summit, so, you know, as soon as COVID hit and, you know, really started all the rules and everything started cracking down in Australia, I realised how important it was to really grasp a good understanding of how I could meet my clients' needs through an online service delivery model. And to be honest, I didn't have a lot of idea. And I started talking to people who had been working in telehealth for a really long time because I wanted to soak up their wisdom, their insights, their knowledge on how to best deliver services, on how to best meet the client's needs, on how to best um, set up the technology, you know, everything like that. So if you were interested in looking at the OT Telehealth Summit, that is on the website. So you just go to otlifestylemovement.com and you can have a look at the course there. Um, I've interviewed, uh, there's about 12 incredible OTs from around the globe who bring their expert knowledge and wisdom to us so we can really upskill and up-level in this area. But what I want to dive into today is a bit of a reflection on on what my thoughts have been since we have entered this whirlwind. So I'm going to touch on 11 points. So strap in and, yeah, I, I hope what I have to share with you also resonates with you. So number one, we need to know our worth and not undervalue what we bring to the table. So clients are paying for our time and our expertise. So we don't want to be charging less for telehealth sessions. And if we do, we are selling ourselves short. So make sure you charge the same amount that you would charge for an in-person session. Number two, we need to avoid rushing the therapy process in order to achieve an anticipated outcome. So we need to remember that our clients' actions are deeply rooted in their core values and in their beliefs. So we need to take the time still to listen to their story and meet them where they're at. And as much as we'd sometimes like to, we can't leapfrog these stages of progression. And it all starts with connection. Connection is fundamental 
And it's, it's almost even more important to try and get that connection through this online way because it is, it's different and it's foreign. However, if you're working with the, with the newer, younger generation, then, you know, it might be more familiar to them, depending on your caseload. Number three, we need to let go of rigidity and loosen our super structured sessions. So Tally Health requires us to be flexible, problem solve, and to stay really open-minded. But I know we can absolutely do this because this is in our OT DNA. Number four, we need to bring our awareness to the client therapist fit. So with how everything is now with online therapy, clients have more choice than ever before. There is no geographical boundaries fencing them in. So they can search globally, not locally, and they can work with the therapist who they believe will be the best match for them. So it also means that as therapists, we get to hone in on a specific niche but reach further. And when we do this, we have the opportunity to strengthen that therapeutic relationship. Number five, we need to plan for the unplanned and expect the unexpected. So thinking about what might happen in the session. So a client might have a meltdown. Our client might have a fall. There might be a technical glitch in the middle of an online standardized assessment. You know, these things might happen. So how can we best prepare for them? And this is your permission slip too, to be kind to yourself as you figure it all out because we're not expected to know it all. Number six, we need to continue to measure what matters. So back to our OT basics, you know, this is functional daily living skills, participation, performance, and engagement and quality of life. You know, those really fundamental things that we are looking at. Number seven, we need to get comfortable with silence and avoid filling the void. This was a big one for me because so often this silence can feel super awkward at the start and we're tempted to jump in and talk. But really rich moments can come from sitting in moments of silence. And it gives our clients the opportunity to gather their thoughts and to think of what they might say next or to problem solve without you problem solving for them. Number eight, we need to see telehealth as an opportunity to look at the client in the real world. Now, this is a big one. This is so good. So we as OTs need to solve real world problems in the real life context of their day-to-day -day life. And of course, we need real world outcomes. So with telehealth, we can take a virtual step into their home. We can take a walk around their neighborhood and we can see life through their eyes. And I'm telling you, there's no client questionnaire or semi-structured interview or contrived clinical assessment that's going to provide us with the same richness of information that you get 
from when you observe how a client really lives their life. And, you know, I work as a mobile occupational therapist, so I get to see and feel and touch and smell the home environment that people live in. Um, but doing this virtually, you know, this is the next best thing. And I really hope that we're doing this. And even if it's not something that's done procedurally in your current context that you're working in, maybe it's something that you can suggest because as I said, we get so much information out of it as to how someone lives their life. Number nine, we need to get super resourceful. So some of us are used to fancy clinic equipment and now all we have are the materials that lie scattered around our client's home. And some of us might even think, you know, if we're working with kids, like they have no toys, they've got nothing to play with, what can I do? And I think, fantastic, you know, this is great because this is an opportunity to go back to basics and address the core challenges in our client's life with their natural resources. And if their only natural resource is their parent, great, they can use their body to spin them around or play games. They, I mean, it's, it's about getting creative. And this is how we empower our clients to be the driver of change in their own life. So, yeah, I could harp on about that all day. Number 10, we need to reevaluate our business plans. So if you are a business owner, maybe once this is over, you will never mention the word telehealth again. And I don't even know if that will be possible with the way the world's going. But maybe you'll create a hybrid practice so you can tailor your service delivery model to your client and also have the flexibility to enable your staff to work from home. For example, you know, if they go on maternity leave or um, they're sick, you know, or just can't come into the office that day, maybe they can work from home. Like this is a fantastic way where you can support your employers, uh, sorry, employees to have a really flexible work routine. Um, and this can really increase job satisfaction. And maybe now you've gone telehealth, there's just no going back. You see the potential in this laptop lifestyle and you're ready to kick some serious goals, no matter how wildly ambitious they seem. So it really is a choose your own adventure. And number 11, we as a profession and as a community, we need to come together and acknowledge that we are vulnerable enough to say that we don't have all the answers, but brave enough to give it a go anyway. And I feel like we have come so far in this relatively short amount of time in terms of how we're using telehealth and what it is enabling us to do and to see. And I, I feel like it's a, it's a massive game changer for our profession. And I feel like in the future and then not so far future, there are going to be university subjects on telehealth. 
the literature is going to be flooded with research on telehealth and clients will be requesting appointments and telehealth will become the new standard of care. But right now we are at the forefront of something that is quite revolutionary for our profession and we are pioneering this mass movement towards telehealth. And yeah, I mean, it's uncharted waters in many areas of care. So kudos to you, like good on us for giving this a crack, for doing our best, for not always knowing the answers, but always being there to figure it out. And yeah. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope that it inspires you to take action. If you haven't already, come over and join our Facebook group family where we connect and collaborate. You can find us really easy just by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you did love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or on Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, like-minded, open-minded OTs. The more we share the OT lifestyle movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. That's it. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world because the world is ready for you. Carpe diem, guys.